Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. The views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the host, Beyond Borders Media. And trust me, if you hear something you didn't like, go do your research. Hello, America. from New York Judge Dredd a lot of movies in Hollywood have been post-apocalyptic or have shown that New York City has been portrayed as the last bastion of hope filled with anarchy and filled with rage and lawlessness this is kid gravity i said all that to say this as a lifelong new yorker been here all my days never lived anywhere else i'm here to tell you that new york city in new york to a lesser extent but more focused on new york city New York City, ladies and gentlemen, is dead. I know I'm sure people are telling me that's a lie and full crap. New York is still good, even though we're going through the pandemic and the tide turned that we've had less cases and we're starting to go down. Folks, New York has been dead since 2001. And we all know what happened in 2001. 2001 that's when the decline began it was very slow though it wasn't immediate yes mistrust with the world came in and a lot of things changed September 10th 2001 was the last day where the world felt like the 90s and here we are in 2020 almost 20 years later and the world is marginally different i shouldn't say marginally it is wholly different and no city on the planet embodies this more than new york city i'm 80s baby the 90s to me my lifetime greatest decade ever Maybe because I was a kid and I had no responsibilities, but New York City was fun. It had an energy to it. After 9-11, it took years for it to get back that energy. 
and we were humming. You know, you had new skyscrapers coming up, new attractions, like new these new markets where you can eat and shop. You had new parks being built. You had new trains. You could get around a lot better transportation-wise. And, you know, New York had a feel for it. We had a boom in, in cooking in my field. We had a boom in tourism. And, you know, New York was vibing. And you also had the rise of gentrification. You know, you had these, to a lesser extent, low-income neighborhoods like Crown Heights and Brownsville and Williamsburg up there in the Bronx, um, Harlem. It became gentrified. You brought in new money. You changed the dynamics. And, you know, people mad about it. Some people not mad about it. But, you know, it is what it is. And New York, for a lesser extent, again, humming. Giuliani was on his way out. Bloomberg came in. I still say he kind of assisted in this decline. But, you know, he got out when he got out was good. And then, folks, he showed up. The tag team showed up. Mayor Bill de Blasio and Governor Andrew Cuomo. They showed up. And single-handedly, these two, if you guys watch wrestling, they're like the tag team of two top wrestlers that were put together for ratings. And they become the tag team champions after defeating an established tag team. If you want a better example, they're like a heel Stone Cold and a heel Triple H winning the tag team titles. That's what New York City feels like now. It feels like those two just don't give a crap about New York City. Because all they've been doing for the past year is when they're not beefing with each other, they're destroying the perception of New York City. And now, in the middle of the COVID, even though they're touting that the spike went down, New York City and its residents the people that are the lifeblood of this city have run for the hills. For the past month, month and a half, I've been reading articles of people that have lived in this city for years just say it's not worth it to be here anymore, mainly because they don't have work, but without money, there's no way they there was never a plan on getting the economy up. There was never a plan about trying to initiate safe opening practices. And people just said, you know what? I'm gonna go back to live at home. I'm gonna move upstate. Because if you've been following the phases of what's going on, because each state had their own phase and whatever, New York is, they're finally in phase four. But upstate, they were in phase four about a month and a half ago. 
and business, especially out in Long Island, way out. Their business, I just read yesterday in an article, they're heaving business right now because people are just like, you know what? I'm rich. I'm going to go move. I'm going to go stay at my summer home, pay less taxes, and I can get my goods and services out there. I might as well just go out there. But here in New York City where I live, especially here in Brooklyn, I'm reading articles every day of updates on restaurants being fined and losing their liquor licenses. And if you worked in restaurants, you know if you don't have your liquor license or your full-service restaurant, you can't operate business. You might as well close. Because alcohol is a, ver is a, big, it's a big, big part of your cost. They spiked me. They spiked me. I don't know what happened. My mic just went out. But anyway, back to what I was saying. As a restaurant, if you cannot operate, if you can't operate without alcohol, you might as well just close your business down. And de Blasio has organized some task force to go around and catch people inside bar, inside these restaurants at the bar and stuff like that. Because, okay, fine. I'll give you that. You're trying to keep the spike down and that's the law. Fine. Those restaurants are wrong. But the fact that we're not fully open for business is weird. I've been screaming since, I want to say March, get the economy up. <coughs> you have all these skyscrapers out there. You have all these, these businesses paying exorbitant amount of rent for floors. So they can operate business. Now you have everybody on Zoom working from home. What are you going to do about all those rents? Because quite as kept, don't think these corporations out here aren't thinking about, hey, I'll just have my people work from home. I'm cutting out on people being late. I'm cutting out on labor costs because I don't have to have people come in. So I can actually automatically just bill them all at the same time. I don't have to have people physically in the building, so I'm cutting out on cleaning costs. Not having the building, if, I, if I'm if i lucky enough to get out the lease, I'm just saving thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year that I can either put into my business or I can keep, depending on the business. So all these skyscrapers and buildings you have, New York is going to look like a ghost town in a few years and to make matters worse he just announced the mayor that now they're going to have checkpoints on all our major river crossings so if you're not familiar with New York City that includes all the bridges that go to Jersey the tunnels that go to Jersey the tunnels that come from parts of Westchester into the city and you also have, knowing him, he's going to do, probably, he's probably going to try to go talk the New Jersey governor into doing doing the same thing, which is going to suck. Because they want to monitor you when you go out of town if you come back with the COVID. So you know what's end up gonna happen? People are gonna start lying on them forms anyway, because they're talking about you're gonna get a two thousand dollar fine if you do not 
fill out that form. And if you do not self-quarantine for 14 days, you're going to pay upwards of $10,000. So all people are going to do is look at that quarantine list with your 34 states and pick the other 16 and say, I just came from there. I don't have to self-quarantine. Then they're sitting there wondering, especially Cuomo out loud in an article saying he wants the people to come back, especially the rich folk. And he said he'll buy you a drink, dinner, or cook for you at his house. Because if you've been doing the research, we have lost nearly, I want to say, I think it was what? Since this pandemic, we've lost about 100,000 people. That's a lot. For a state where people usually flock to, 100,000 is a lot. And I'm reading these articles, they're talking about People leaving New York City to go upstate, go out to Long Island. They're going to Philly, Virginia. I saw someone that said they, they were moving to Oregon, Texas, Virginia, D.C. I mean, they're leaving New York. And New York has been just shutting everything down. Things that generate the economy in this city. They just released, Radio City just released their... A, a tweet the other day saying that the Rockets show is canceled. Do you understand how much money the Rockets bring into the city every year during Christmas time? How many people flock to New York City to see the Rockets? Now you've canceled it because of COVID. So you're going to lose money there. The holiday season is New York's last chance to get any gains that they lost during the year and now you took away a major reason why they're going to come guarantee you they're going to they're going to cancel the tree lighting ceremony guarantee it they'll probably do it virtually you just canceled that the restaurants are only doing sidewalk eating and outside eating so you severely limited their capacity to feed people and gain profit You're shutting down. You, I, the, I think the beaches are still closed out here. So you got people flocking to Long Island. And Long Island's t talking about limiting things. And now they're having problems because there's been a few shark sightings. Because of unusually warm water. Like I did on my last emergency show. You got the AG, Letitia James, talking about... Instead of worrying about the pandemic and try to figure out how to get the schools open and get plans together, and I'm going to talk about the schools in a minute, she's worried about dissolving the NRA and diverting resources that we can use towards getting this state up and running. You're worried about the NRA. We don't even have school plans set in stone so in a few weeks when schools open up the kids can feel safe they're talking about oh you can either come in or universe or, or you can work at home or you can do a combination they don't know which way to go i'm sorry but when this covid happened you should have been working on that the first day your agenda should have been how do we stop this spike and how do we make sure 
and come September, we can be up and running with these kids. Because if you don't have a plan in the, f in the first few weeks, you're going to have a lot of kids home by themselves or a lot of parents not wondering what to do with their kids. And I don't think New York City wants that. Then I just read another report saying they're going to lay off 22,000 city workers. So it's more jobs lost. So my thing is this. What's to stop people from just saying, throwing up their hands and saying, I, I got to go. I'm on that tip. My wife is on that tip. We're saving our money. I, I'm telling you, if it doesn't change, we're gone by the end of the year. I have, we, we have a kid to think about. We have our livelihoods to think about. We have our mental, we have our mental states to think about. I understand that it's tough around the country. I get it. But New York is supposed to be that jewel in this country. They all say, if you can make it in New if you can make it in here, you can make it anywhere. Okay. Guess what? People made it here. Now they're gonna go make it somewhere else. I guarantee you come November third, New York is going to go red. You can book it. I feel good about my odds. I called Kamala Harris as the VP. I'm still on that road and it's ninety percent confirmed. I'm telling you right now, New York City is going to go red. What BLM has been doing in New York and the fact that the, that the mayor decided now he wants the courthouses open when he doesn't even have a plan for the schools to open. I told y'all, black men, you're going to be the first victims of this. I told you this. If you are a black man in New York City, you better start watching what's going on and stop complaining online about other things. Because the fact that, that, that our mayor said, I want the courthouses open before he wants the schools open and you were out there rioting or you owe child support, you're done. You're going to be the first ones they haul in. If you're a black man and you live in New York City and you are not having your papers stacked up, you're in trouble. I'm doing that as we speak. I'm working on different avenues of, of income right now. Trying to establish that because job market, yes, it's tough out here. It is. And I cook, so I figured I, I wouldn't be out of work that long. I've been out of work now for almost five months. It's tough. I understand. But black men, this election is down to us. We hold the deciding vote for the next four years. And we better exercise it correctly to ensure our future. In our family's future. Now, I'm not making any political talk today. This is not about who to vote for. All I'm saying is, you gotta be smarter. 
If you have the opportunity to leave New York, do it. Go somewhere, start over. Because with these two current administrations here, life here is not going to get any better. It's just not. It's going to get progressively worse. And people have always said over the years in, on, on the news and in social media and on their YouTube platforms, New York is destined to fall. And I think in 2020, this is it. New York City as we know it is officially dead. This is Kid Gravity. I know we're still on our sabbatical, so we just want I just wanted to do this emergency show for you. <clears throat> if you listen to the other one I did on Letitia James, it's up. Have fun with that. And we'll be back with you in September, ready to go. And the debut of our new segment, well, my new segment, Bet on Black, where I am going to, well, I'll let you know about that next week on Instagram. So follow me on Kid Gravity Beyond or Beyond Borders Podcast and find out the details. Take care and stay safe. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to YouTube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.